Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 255. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. We've got some good stuff to talk about today, Andy. Are you ready for this? Yeah. We're going to kick it right off with a little uh, story out of Italy. The Lamborghini Countach. Remember that car? Loud, obnoxious looking car from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Leo tried to drive it. Yeah. Well, he's on they made about drug. just under 2,000 of those from 1974 to 1990. I did not know they made that few of them. Wow. Well, they don't make many of these cars to begin with. We're not four. I didn't know. I thought it would be like, oh, they made 20,000 or something. But No. It's probably all Lamborghinis in the world right there. Really? Okay. No. Uh, well, they're making... The Countach again. Uh, it sounds like a limited edition, and uh, they're going to make 112 of these bad boys. Now, the price tag is a little bit up there. And do you want to take a guess? Um, 2.3 million. Holy smokes. Not too bad. So, this up to 800 horsepower beast is going to be about $2.64 million. Yeah. So, uh, not bad. How'd you like to make 112 cars in charge of that kind of coin? You know well, how much, probably, how many they cars they have to move before Honda turns that kind of profit on a Civic? I don't think they'll even make money off this. This kind of thing is like for you know notoriety and stuff, right? Because this is like to put that into a car to get it that like powerful. Uh, they're probably you're making just, a little bit of money. So That's much. not a Sony PlayStation, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, pretty uh, amazing. It, it's kind of obnoxious, but a lot more refined while still maintaining the obnoxion, if you will. It's the same frame. Like it looks. It- yes and no. I mean, the back end of this thing looks a little bit more 21st century. Uh, it's still kind of squared off in the front. Um, I mean, it looks like a Countach. But it, again, it, it's not as obnoxious. It's a little more sleek. But so there you go. If, uh, if you got you know two point six mil lying around, uh, go pick yourself up one of those if you have well, the it's means. Better than buying a fucking Bitcoin of it or an NFT or something. It's it's a real thing. So well, yeah, I don't. Which people I don't are just are buying all kinds of weird shit now. There's so much speculation. This is a better thing to buy. I really think it's silly people buying like the rights to a photo but yeah i don't know i guess i'm old um all right did you know andy they are redoing fight club and they they changed the end (laughs) i did see this yes uh only in china um so uh did you read exactly how it ends and whatnot (laughs) like a little card comes up yeah so they're not actually bringing back brad pitt and edward norton and all that um to come in and and you know reshoot this movie that's over 20 years old but instead right we're about the time where they blow up all of those buildings and uh that awesome song plays what's the song andy the pixies where is my mind um no, instead, there's a note that a little note card, like you said, that comes on and basically says uh, through clues provided by Tyler or the clue. Rather, the police rapidly figured out the plan and arrested all criminals involved. Blah, 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 blah. Don't go against 
us. We are almighty China. It doesn't say that part, <laughs> uh, but what the hell is that? They're really going to go back and just start censoring movies that are you know, nearing 25 years old? I don't know, yeah, who who owns the rights to that anymore. I'd love to hear what David Fincher has to say about that. Like, they sh- that's uh, not what I wanted for this movie. But uh, it's also like, if you're watching the movie, like, do the, the people who made this thing uh, not realize that uh, spoilers for the movie? But uh, Tyler Durden is not a real person. Well, yeah, they said they also um, pick him up and take him to a, a like a lunatic ward or whatever they said. So they make him into a real person and then. Edward Norton still shoots himself in the mouth like that's so he could metaphorically kill the mm. bad thoughts inside. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> makes you just wonder. I mean, so is China. Th- are they thinking that people are going to start blowing up their buildings because they're they're fed up with China? Yeah. I mean, what else? Like, why go back into a movie that's so old and be like, no, you're not getting an idea from this. Yeah, although it's so it's so specific, I'd say to America and to that time period of America of when people were like, "Are corporate jobs really bad?" and we do the same thing every day, and it's like nah, people actually like the security of that now. But like in the late '90s, people were really like worried. But yeah, Y two K was upon us. Anyway. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of fear about that, and it's so much about like, where's our place? Where's Americans' place in this world? And well, it's not in China. It's like it. The message doesn't, I'm not going to resonate with China. They could be like, see, look, that's how bad America is. is yeah. People want to start underground fight clubs. But here, you've got purpose. Now make sure you land in that net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I saw that and I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, maybe there's a market there if you want to start shipping DVD copies uh, of your United States version of Fight Club overseas uh maybe get fetch uh, a pretty penny for it get jack black to make some fake chinese versions of yeah movies. there you go that could that be was, a sequel yeah. to uh what was that movie called be kind rewind That's yeah because like. it's about know. how because he uh had too many magnets and it erased the videotapes because yeah. that's how wasn't he like struck works. by lightning or something oh yeah it was something he was magnetized somehow and yeah like, erased all the videotapes it's like classic could happen wow, to anybody. Videotapes. Yep. Yeah. Videotapes. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, there's your uh, China news. Uh, Andy, we have more death in this world. Yep. Every day. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a month with celebrity deaths. Uh, there's always that people are like, oh, it happens in threes. And it's like, uh, it just depends on who you think is a big enough celebrity to count. Because like, I don't know. But um, they just keep coming. It's not happening in threes. It's just, it, there's just more people dying because that's the world we live in. But yeah, this... This week uh, we saw Louis Anderson, so the uh, uh, the children's cartoon star. That's I guess that's what, what I'll remember him for. Do you remember that show? Um, it was so weird. Kind of. It was like a Saturday morning cartoon, but he was he was a fat kid. Yeah, but he was also like yeah. An adult. I'm looking at it now, and I was like, "What? This is weird as hell." But that's what uh, I'd say. What our generation kind of remember remembers Life him with for. Uh, but it's he's the same also, like artwork as like recess. So yeah, yeah, I definitely watched it at one point or another. Uh, he was great in uh, baskets for FX for a, a few years. I think he, I think he won an Emmy. I was definitely nominated, but I mean, he was playing, he was playing uh, Zach Galifianakis's mom in the, in the show. And it was like, a great role, but it's like, you know, 
she's a an older comedian and he's not that old but still 68 not the most surprising death Sim- similar to bob saget of it just like hey comedians from the 80s probably didn't have the best lives yeah yeah <laughs> whether they were complete like drug addicts or not they probably did drugs and following the footsteps of chris farley yeah so belushi uh, and then another another uh heavy set person uh from that time that era also passed also star of fight club uh interestingly enough uh meatloaf the uh rock musician slash actor uh he died as well this week uh very much against COVID. He was upset that COVID, I think, canceled some of his uh, concert tours and uh, ended up dying of COVID. So um, I'd say even if you have those opinions, uh, don't tempt fate. That's what I would say. Did he also have cancer? Or am I mixing him up with someone else? I thought it was in the movie. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> I mean, from what I saw, it was, it was complications of COVID. But yeah, maybe if he had, he might have had cancer before and that just weakens you and that's how it gets you. I mean, the reality is, is COVID's only going to, is most likely going to get you if you have some other uh, weakness, which could be any kind of other. And I don't mean that as a personality trait and weakness. I just mean some sort of physical ailment. But uh, he was, he was in his seventies, so a little older, but, you know, not ancient. Well, again, he was on that fight club regimen. Yeah. And and also... I, I'm sure t- being a touring musician uh, is not great for the body either. So I, I'm going to guess that meatloaf was definitely on the uh, like state fair circuit. That yeah. Seems so where, just like, like quadruple deep fried corn dogs and just, yeah. Every summer he's going to do 14. I think they've ever tried to deep and- fry like a Budweiser. <laughs> Could eat beer. <laughs> they definitely can. Cause they could deep fry liquids. It stays in there. Um, I don't know if that would be any good, but I think you normal think people wouldn't buy it, Andy. I think they would. Yeah. I'll look into it. I'll come back for the report. <laughs> we'll send you to the state fair circuit to see what you can find. Yeah. But yes, Meatloaf was in Fight Club. He uh, was like the first guy to join their crew. Uh, him and Jared Leto, who didn't even speak. But Yeah. No, you just, you got to. Appreciate these stars while they're around. Bruce Dern, still very nervous. I just, that would be a horrible day for me. like, what? (laughs) Hey, think about the people you appreciate that are, uh, you know, obviously within your, you know, you actually have met people or just you appreciate them on the big screen. And he was, I mean, I'll still laugh at his role in the Burbs. It's it's wonderful. His role in Nebraska and uh, taking over for the uh, recently passed Bruce. Burt Reynolds in um, Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. Yes. It's wonderful. Yeah, but you never lose those, even if they die. I know, but then they can never make anything else. Yeah. Sometimes that's for the best, though. Oh, Andy. Yeah. Because, like, we can always go back and watch Tommy Boy, but how much do you think you'd be enjoying uh, current Chris Farley right now? Are you saying Adam Sandler shouldn't be alive? <laughs> No, 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 no. That sounds like what I'd you're saying, that. Andy. No, and he, Adam Sandler has an interesting career. So, um, Hubie Halloween was a breakthrough success. Yeah. And Chris Farley would have been in it. You know he would have. Yeah. Hmm, sad. 
All right, well, tell us about some John Krasinski news. Yeah, I got a couple things for him. Uh, I could say semi-related. Uh, he's got a new movie that he's directing uh, because he's not going to be directing Quiet Place 3. So uh, I'll get to that uh, a little bit later. But uh, his next thing is a project called If, and no one really knows all the details. Uh, he will be in it along with uh, Steve Carell. So I uh, when I saw the story, before, right? yeah, when I saw the story, it said like a reunion. I'm like, I don't know what movie were they in before. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, The Office. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Um, so, yeah, people will be uh, at least intrigue people if they ever see a trailer for this to be like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Michael Scott and whatever, Jim. That's Wait, cool. I'm also seeing, are there more new episodes of the Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan? Uh, I think there's only two seasons. Uh, epi- season three is due in 2022. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was canceled or anything, but there's only two seasons out now. Okay, I'm just uh, making sure I'm you know up to date. I like that show a lot. Yeah, it was, it was solid. So, um, yeah, not surprised they're doing. Uh, they're doing a fourth season as well. It's already been renewed for fourth yeah. season. So, okay, yeah. So expect more of that. It's busy guy. Uh, so that's why he's not going to be directing Quiet Place Three because he's a busy guy. He's got to move on. Uh, I think I think those Quiet Place movies were really good. I think he's got definite talent. So. Uh, I want to see him do something different. I'm I'm excited that he's doing something that's not a quiet place. Let's see if you could do it again, doing something completely different. So, yeah, uh, I don't even remember fun. the second one anymore. I know I watched it, but it had um, it like went and lived in like an incinerator or something. Well, they went to uh, the island. They got split up. Remember the the deaf girl went to that island with uh, that's right, and Gillian just Murphy ruined everything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so now I'll get to the Quiet Place news. Uh, Quiet Place three had a had a director who then dropped out, but now they got another one. Uh, Michael Sarnowski, the director of Pig. So apparently, John Krasinski watched Pig and said this movie's excellent. It was uh, good. Someone someone get me his number and basically like, do you want to direct Quiet Place three for me? And he's like, sure. I'm sure he's going to get paid a lot more than he got paid to make Pig. So yeah, but he got to work with Nick Cage, Andy. <laughs> He could bring Nick Cage in A Quiet Place 3. Don't you think Nick Cage would work really good in A Quiet Place movie? I would watch the third one if that's the case. If this is straight to you know Paramount for free, no, no, I'll dude, watch it. Quiet Place 2 was like the sixth biggest movie of the year this year. Well, I watched it for free on Paramount. <laughs> no, no, Andy, no so. this is this is a franchise to them. This is, this is a big not deal. Not to me, it's so, not. I'm just saying it, it, it is a big deal uh, to the <laughs> studio. So. Uh, they ripped cool. off Tremors, <laughs> but these things are above ground. Yeah, there's a lot of monster movies, though. But they look just like Tremors, like three. Yeah. Where they're like Easter eggs that open up like a flower and then their heads explode. They were ripped off Austin Powers, too, then, is what that is. I mean, I think one problem is that Quiet Place 2 is probably better than the Tremors sequels, so. Oh, you bite Um, your tongue. Have you ever seen Kevin Bacon in anything? He's never been in the sequels, that's why. And in the second one? He's just the first one? one. He's just the first one. Oh, the second one brought back uh, Bert, right? And then yeah, the he's other great. Guy. Um, no one actually knows his name. <laughs> yeah, but they did have Reba. Yeah, but she wasn't brought back. There were the gun nut jobs in the. I know she was like, not in sequels. I think she does. She die. <laughs> I don't know. I'll watch it again and tell you. I've, I don't um, remember the sequels whatsoever. I just <laughs> remember they got really dumb, but still Tremors is better. All right, so John Krasinski. I won't fight you on the Tremors being better, but... Yeah, we're moving on to Mission Impossible is uh, 
yeah. actually impossible. So, somewhat related is uh, so Quiet Place Three is actually not going to come out. Uh, it's going to come out later than originally planned for because uh, Mission Impossible Seven is moving to the summer of twenty three and taking Quiet Place's spot. And Mission Impossible Eight will then be in twenty twenty four, which like they seem fake. Those seem like fake numbers. I don't get it. Is there one weekend that all these movies can come out? They're like, oh shit, if they're going. Yeah. Push it back. This movie's going to be in theaters for eight months. So yeah, studios don't like to release stuff uh, like on top of each other, especially if they're similar type movies. So these are both action similar movies. type movies. They're both action ish, you know, for adults. But I mean, Paramount would would release like a kids movie followed up by a horror movie, but uh, not like big budget movies next to each other. So they want to give it space to breathe, uh, make money. That's kind of how it works, but. Uh, so yeah, so they moved Quiet Place out of the summer spot that it was going to be. Didn't they delay uh, Top Gun because of Mission Impossible? They've delayed they're... all of these movies over and over and over, uh, and they keep doing it. So this one, they are assume, we sure Tom Cruise is alive? So yeah, right now they assume this is nothing to do with COVID. All the previous delays were like we want to try to make COVID be over, so people go to the movies. Uh, they already did that delay, and now they're delaying it further. So I think there's some speculation that there's trouble with the movie, that they got to go fix some stuff. Uh, there was speculation that they filmed 7 and 8 together, uh, but they said that actually didn't happen. So uh, it would have saved money, but they weren't ready to do it. And, you know, I, it's, it's got to be a nightmare trying to film these movies, you know, not only because Tom Cruise is involved, but, you know, there was COVID. So uh, I'm just looking at the, you know, when you go to his page on IMDb, the little trailer clip above is just every movie he's ever been in and in every movie he's ever been in his running scenes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, th- this time he wanted to stand on a wing of a plane or something and then like try to fly it upside down. We're like, all right, it's going to be very hard. We'll try it because you want us to do it. So that's probably why I was delayed. Well, that's a shame because, yeah, I'd, I mean... Where's like another Jack Reacher too? Oh, they actually did make uh, Amazon's making the Jack Reacher show, just not with Tom Cruise. Well, I'm not watching that. Yeah, then. I'm sorry. It's gonna be like Vin Diesel or some shit. It'd be terrible. No, it's like a big guy because Jack Reacher's supposed to be a big guy. <laughs> yeah, but Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise but Tom Cruise is like, I want to do it. They're like Jack Reacher is supposed to be like six foot five. He's like, What are you saying? Are you saying I'm not six foot five? <laughs> Clearly, you haven't seen me on any of my movies. Yeah. It's like, I'm just as tall as the guy that's the Winklevi. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, too bad. And uh, hopefully. They have to come out eventually, you know. Maybe. You know what I bet will come out before any of those? A Christmas Story 2 Christmas. With the original stars. That is supposed to come out this year, yeah. So, I mean, you got to be pretty stoked. I don't know. So I. Peter Billingsley. Andy. This is, yeah, weird thing. Peter Billingsley's coming back. He hasn't acted uh, much since <laughs> that movie, but well, he's actually, he's been in Hollywood and he's been uh, a producer, worked a lot with um, John Favreau. So. Hey, it was Ming Ming, the uh, main elf. An, an elf. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's been in a lot of the Favreau movies. He was in Iron Man mm-hmm. and then came back in Spider-Man Far From Home playing the same character. But He's also in Four Christmases, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, again, John Favreau related. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what, what this is going to be. I mean, it's a he'll be an adult and now he'll have his own family, I assume. Yeah, the plot line here is uh, follows Ralphie, now an adult, who returns to the house on Cleveland Street to give his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had as a child, reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the passing of his old man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good decision not to like try to recast that character because especially makes sense. Like, why was that guy so old anyways? And he had like these young children. It never made all that much sense to me. Did he have like a family that died and now he's 60 and has a new family? <laughs> so yeah, he was born know. in 1922. His dad, who was yeah. also Billy Madison's dad. Yeah. So, so a lot of people don't know that. Uh, so yeah, he would have been 49 when Peter Billingsley was born. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty- Catholic family, Andy. What was he doing? I mean, that, that movie took place in the 40s. What was he doing during his 30s, this guy? World War One. his I. early 40s, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a prisoner of war. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But They never addressed it. Probably looking at the director's cut or the deleted scenes. Sure, they get to it. Yeah. But uh, That's a good point. Yeah, I never really thought about it. Oh, I always thought about it. I was like, this guy seems too old. <laughs> well, I never paid attention. It's like, I... Uh, Old times, he's just bald. That's just what they looked like. He was actually a 37-year-old man. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, George Costanza, you know? <laughs> did you know they already made a sequel to this? Yeah, I tried watching it. I did I not talk about that on the pod? Oh, you might have. I, I know you the, tried watching the, the National Lampoon's Vacation one. That was like the worst movie ever. Um, what? Do you watch that sequel, right? Eddie's? Yeah. Eddie's no, I've never big, seen that. Oh, I thought you did watch. So, so, but you saw this one. Yeah. With Daniel Stern, right? Yeah. So I, I watched the trailer for it. I, I was like, oh my God, it's really bad. I got about eight <laughs> minutes in. That's all I could handle. I wanted to throw up. Yeah, I don't know how something like that happens, but I guess it was a different era where we're like, we need to put DVDs at the grocery store and at yeah, the gas station. Exactly. So just make anything. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was so incredibly self-aware. It was as if the Wayans brothers made this, but they weren't credited at all. Yeah. I don't think they made it. I don't know. I think I they may have. That, though. <laughs> I'm not saying it's impossible that they did. Yeah. There's a good chance. I think Uncredited, that they, yeah. they, they wrote it. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's terrible. All right. Well, yeah, that'll uh, hopefully be out before this coming Christmas. Or uh, they better not do that thing too, where it's like, oh, coming December twenty third. I, I don't have time to watch it on the twenty third. Put it out on November seventeenth. Then I'll watch that. Yeah, it might be that. I mean, the one, the one this year. That's what's strange is the movie that came out this past year uh, with Neil Patrick Harris was basically just a Christmas story in the eighties, where you replaced Nintendo with the with the rifle, um, but just not nearly as good. I think it's HBO Max is smart. Like, hey, we need these made-for-TV movies or whatever you want to yeah. call them now. So, like Home Alone, Sweet Home Alone was so hot this year. Yeah, um, it, really it is going to be made. the The director made the Christmas Chronicles movies, which I think you watched and thought they were 
pretty good, right? They're not bad. The Kurt Kurt Russell is Santa. That's yeah, a, yeah, they're not bad. So, so that's someone who's made something worthwhile, Christmas related. So um, maybe it'll be fine. I don't know. I don't think you need to make this though. It's like you could still make an original Christmas movie and it'd be good. Yeah, but you're gonna have that every person. I mean, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. Well, for one and two, everyone's no. like, I'm gonna hate watch this because yeah. TBS ruined this movie for everyone before on demand and everything like your options on Christmas day at your grandma's house was like reruns of like mash or Christmas, uh, a Christmas story on TBS. Sure. I don't know. All we watched, watched that 50 times on Christmas because it was just there. Up next, a Christmas story followed by a Christmas story and up later, a Christmas story. Like, God damn it. Do you even need to tell us like we're stuck here for four more hours? I'm going to watch two times. <laughs> yeah. Tell Christmas to win. <laughs> well, I usually was watching Shaq or something. Shaft? Shaq. <laughs> oh. Sure, you don't have to lie Christmas to us, games. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was on like the premium ESPNs. My grandma didn't have that. All right, let's move off of uh, A Christmas Story 2, uh, although we'll we'll talk about that in a few months. Murder Mystery 2. A lot of people forgot about this movie, myself included. Yeah, I just saw uh, some some casting news for it, including uh, Mark Strong is going to be the uh, the main villain here. And uh, again, it'll be filmed in different locations throughout the world. Um, I guess Adam Sandler gets he gets a say in that, I'm sure. Uh, I think Paris this time will yeah, be a, a murder. He's in Paris. getting too much sun, so he's going to seek uh, you know some cloud coverage. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this original movie came out a few years back. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, uh, and it was fine. It wasn't great, but it also wasn't like horrible. And it was like you could see a scenario where this was just was better. Uh, so maybe this murder mystery too will be that. It'll be a little bit better. And uh, but I think that first one was such a hit for Netflix that everyone who has Netflix just looks through the thing and it comes up and like. I don't know those two people. I think they could be fun together and, you know, you get to see wherever they were, Rome or something. I don't, I don't even remember where they were in that first one. They were on a big boat. European vacation. They were on a big yacht says. at one point, but I don't know. They were in Prague, maybe. No one knows what Prague looks like, so you just say you're in Prague. I'll tell you the filming locations right now. It's probably just like Hawaii, uh, inland Hawaii. <laughs> uh, remember that? Did they not report that or something? I don't know. Canada, Italy, oh. Lake Como. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, more Italy, Monaco, Milan, and downtown LA. Okay. Yeah. Exotic. But yeah, I think <laughs> it's going to be a big hit for Netflix. It, it hits that like weird spot of like people you're familiar with and not offensive to anyone. It's just it, that's what seems to work for them. But. What also has uh, Shoshana from Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, there are more people that are, that were announced, and uh, that usually means that uh, they're filming now. And, uh, the biggest names get announced in an earlier thing, but when where's Rob Schneider? Cancelled, probably. Where's David Spade? I like this. This is why I think this movie is different. Is that it doesn't have that. Kevin James. He didn't get to cast the movie for himself. Yeah, but he has requirements. Terrence Stamp is not his best friend. No. It's a lot of the same people, actually. That's weird. All right. 
Jackie Sandler, his wife, is uh, her uh, person was a great-looking flight attendant. That's her name on the the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alan Covert was in the first one. All right, so he gets one, and that's that's he, he spent it wisely. He's like, hey, look, this guy doesn't get them any jobs, so uh, that's what we're going with. I would imagine there's more. I'm not going to keep going for time's sake, but <laughs> there you go. Jonathan uh, Lochran. The guy know. does cross-eye in Waterboy and uh, the other gay guy of his buddies in Big Daddy. Okay, yeah. The big guy. Hey, Waterboy, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, there yeah. you go. There's two. All right. It's very important that these people get, <laughs> get work. So. All right. Pretty fun, I, I guess, for someone. All right. There's a new teaser uh, trailer out there for Pinocchio, the 50th uh, make yeah. of, uh, remake of this movie. So we finally got a little bit of this uh, long-awaited uh, Guillermo del Toro's version of Pinocchio. So it's a stop-motion animation, uh, and it's just a little little teaser with uh, Ewan McGregor's Jiminy Cricket just kind of telling, like, hey, i got a story to tell you guys. And uh, it It's stop-motion, and it is creepy-looking, and it is not a uh, cricket wearing a nice suit and top hat. He is a, a cricket. So... Uh, Rickety cricket. <laughs> an interesting movie. And I think what is uh, also quite interesting about this is it's uh, supposed to come out December 2022. That's what Netflix said. Disney Plus's Pinocchio also due out December 2022. Ooh, competing so, Pinocchio. Yeah, the Zemeckis Tom Hanks one. We're all winners. Uh, it's, yeah, choose your own Pinocchio. I imagine the Disney one's going to be very straightforward and the Del Toro one will be. Weird and creepy, but it's supposed to be for kids, but I don't think he can help himself. This Finn Wolfhard kid, really, uh, he's the one that got picked up from the Stranger Things out of all the other kids. Yeah. He's in everything. He's in this Pinocchio. Yeah, he's fine. He's in that Ghostbusters. He's... That's what I mean. Yeah. Just wondering if his uh, you know career will continue once he's you know past 15. When, yeah, he's 29. Yeah. I don't know. So he's yeah. he's 20. He's 19 right now. He's almost 20. He's still playing eight-year-old kids, which is weird. All right. Well, yeah. So uh, you got a couple of options. They're both due out. That's so bizarre. And even the you know little album or the movie art form is similar. I'd rather watch the live action one. You can watch both. Oh, Luke Evans of uh, that dumb thing we were just talking about yeah, that one too murder mystery murder mystery i wanted yeah. to call it stranger danger <laughs> our old podcast <laughs> oh very fun okay um well any more on the pinocchio thing no just go go watch it <laughs> all right well we're gonna get into what we've been watching but before we do that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness. And especially for the Tony's Take listener, plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. And they're going to give you 65% off. Come on, take your dog on a walk. He needs it. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. 
Okay, Andy, how many things do you have? Three. Oh, I have one. Okay. Well, I will go with my first two because they're related. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, uh, I mentioned before the Coliseum. I watch Gladiator. I, I have the uh, the Very 4K good. disc of this, so uh, enjoyed it in a premium format. Really nice to see. Uh, yeah, this movie's incredible. I mean, it won Best Picture. I don't think you need to say that much uh, more about it, that it's just like... If you've seen it, you know, it's 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 great. It's got wonderful. It's a masterpiece. It's got a bunch of movie stars. It's it's walking Phoenix before he was huge. Uh, and it was still such a great role. And then um, uh, Richard Harris in the beginning here as um, Marcus Aurelius was incredible. It's such a it's a small role. Uh, and his you know death in the movie is a big sets the story in motion. But it's like in this first 10 minutes, like, oh, man, that guy was that was a he's a great actor. Uh Played Dumbledore for one movie and then died. So he's got a very interesting face, big jaw. Yeah, Um, yeah, just such a well-made movie. And like you watch it again, it's like, oh, this is professional movie making. I also enjoyed that uh, one of the gladiators on his like team was the guy from Beer Fest. Yeah, that guy's a giant. (laughs) That was cool to see. Like, oh, I don't remember that, but that's that's great. That's good stuff for me. Um, but yeah, the reason I watched it was I wanted to watch it before watching uh, Ridley Scott's latest film, or actually not technically his latest film, but uh, <laughs> just 2021 film, uh, The Last Duel, which came to HBO Max last week. So uh, also a historical movie with swords, a uh, different time period, uh, but still old days to us. I believe it's the 1300s. In France, uh, you, I mean, you talked about this movie when you saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, different, different type of storytelling where it's uh, basically a set of events, but then different characters' perspectives or different uh, meetings between different characters and stuff. So you see, you see it. I thought maybe that would get a little tired, especially during the third one. But uh, it's not that many repeated scenes, and I'd say the repeated scenes are very. Uh, fun to watch because you're saying you want to see where the differences are yeah uh you see how different people see themselves uh, i knew right away like matt damon in the beginning really great battle scene and he's like heroic he's like we're gonna fight for ourselves and we're gonna do it and you could tell like the perspective the other perspective was gonna be that he was an idiot and yeah that's how it goes like so in his pr- perspective he was a hero uh, leading the charge against the people but in reality he was uh over eager and lost the battle by uh, rushing in. Um, so that's just, I mean, that's the first part of the movie, so it's not much, really a spoiler here, but um, uh, I thought this was incredible. This was, this was great. This is definitely one of the best things I've, I've seen. Uh, it just like gladiator. It's like, well, they, everything gets done right. You know, the actors are, are incredible here. Uh, so much, I'm sure so much money went into this to, make the sets feel real and yeah makeup and everything i mean matt damon's got this haircut and scar combination mullet (laughs) uh yeah ben affleck's got blonde hair (laughs) looks like uh eminem yeah but just like oh it was it was so good and uh it it did make me sad that it's like oh yeah people didn't want to see this movie and now we'll never get this again uh i think this movie cost over 100 million dollars and we just won't get that. They're like, well, this kind of movie doesn't make that back. But then the, one of the reasons why it's so good is because of 
the money that goes into it. Like, to Andy, we're going to get another one right now. What? It's no longer called Kit Bag. It is called Napoleon now. Yeah. So that's, that's like another a green screen, like 300. So that's another part of this is that um, uh, that's going to Apple. So traditional studios that rely on like putting it into uh, movie theaters don't want to take those risks anymore. But the big streamers were be- will because uh, yeah. Apple has all the money in the world. So yeah. These companies are trying to, to take risks. Give them a blank get, check. Get subscribers more than like make a profit, which um, maybe that won't last. If you've been paying attention to the stock news surrounding Netflix, uh, they missed their subscriber target barely and their stock's down 30%. So it's like um, maybe Netflix won't be, be giving these people. They won't be giving Scorsese $200 million to make Robert De Niro look younger. Um, so that's, that's, that's the fear here is we won't get these really well-made, big-budget movies that are not uh, Spider-Man. So uh, enjoy it while, while it's here, though. So it's on mm-hmm. HBO. Go, go watch it. Hopefully it does really well on HBO and people are like, yeah, that was, I should have saw that because that was really good. He's another person I appreciate and he was born in 1937. So, yeah. so, and yeah, he's doing, he's going to do this Napoleon movie and he said he's going to do, he's going to do gladiator too. So it's in production. Yeah. Or development at least. So I, I don't know which idea they're going with, but I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know it's not a continuation, or it could be a continuation of Russell. What if it was all a dream, well, no, that was one idea. Was it was going to be Russell Crowe in the underworld? And I don't think they're going with that. That was going to be the like idea that. for like five years later, not twenty years later. But yeah, go see the last duel. It's it's on HBO Max. You probably have it, or buy it for ten bucks, or do that. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, a 4K Blu-ray version of it. I'm sure that's really great looking. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll do actually one and a half because why you said Gladiator, I started watching Troy. That's on Netflix. I like watching that kind of movie. You know, every five, ten, fifteen years. I hate that little kid still in there. Um, Orlando Bloom. He's a douche. Uh, but everyone else in that movie is so goddamn awesome. And just uh, Brian Cox again, person yeah. I appreciate. Um. Eric Bana, kind of like his first. That was before Munich, right? Yeah, yeah it was a year before uh, yeah. 2004. Post Incredible Hulk, I'll say though. Yeah, and uh, Brad Pitt is just ridiculous in that. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. It's educational. Sean Bean. I was always upset they never made the Odyssey with Sean Bean. Because I remember at the end, he's like, all right, I got to go on my boat and leave. And it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Uh, but then they never, they never made that movie. So Yeah, well, never say never, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I haven't finished it, but just been watching, you know, bits and pieces here and there. Uh, but what I have been just watching uh, you know, over the top, and I think I even talked about it last week, Yellowstone. So last week I may have started, you know, season one on here. Uh, we're on season four now. And uh, we're almost caught up. Yeah, that's you're there. So um, I don't I think we're on like ep- we just finished, I think, episode three. So we still have four through ten. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is the best thing on TV right now. I think it's better than succession. I think it's better than. I don't even know what else I'm watching on on TV these days. 
better than Dexter. Um, it's terrific. And I also worry that it's so good because like in the show, I'm sure Californians are going to go and ruin that state now uh, by just doing exactly what the show is showing. Uh, we'd like to go ruin things and develop everywhere and so that we can you know, put a four seasons there and charge you a hundred thousand dollars an hour to, you know, rent a mansion room. Well, so, Yellowstone's a national park, so they're not going to be able to build. Oh, one. they'll buy it. <laughs> China will buy it. Yeah. Um, and then just edit it. I just worry, but I do like that show. It, it shows the beauty of that state and the ruthlessness of man. Which state are they in? I mean, Yellowstone's in three different states, I believe. Well, I think the like first season was shot like you or you, yeah, Utah, Colorado, and Montana. I know season four, from what I read, was like exclusively shot in Montana. Because yeah, I think the national park is in Idaho. That spans Wyoming, a few states, Montana. Yeah, but I mean, the ranch is Montana. All right, and that's where it. It takes place. They don't step foot in the national park. They, you know, live across the street yeah. from it. There's no shots of old faithful. I don't think so. The geyser that blows up every hour. I think it was. Yeah, I've I've seen that in yeah. person. I've been to Yellowstone when I, I, was, when I was ten. Five, my first yeah. my first flight was to Montana, and uh, saw that. That was pretty cool. But yeah, and I don't know if I said it last week or not, but they they own. And obviously this could change in season four. I don't quite know, but near a million acres between 750,000 and a million acres. I wish I knew what an acre is. You, you hear it all the time. I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. Cause we live in California. <laughs> we have no idea. That's three houses. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Uh, so just, it's a lot of land. So it's yeah, you can watch it on Paramount square feet. There you go. And I don't know what that means either. That's uh, one like, LA fitness. Yeah. Um, you can watch it season one through three on Peacock. And then season four is on Paramount Network. So I'm we're watching that uh, season on Hulu because they have Paramount Network. Um, and I fully intend to watch 1883 after this. And there's crossover in this uh, fourth season where they have flat, they have flashbacks in the show. Uh, and they go back to, you know, 1893 and what's the country guy's name. That's in that one. Sam Elliott. No, the country singer guy. I thought he's the star of it. No. Hold on. Like Keith urban, (laughs) Keith urban. Okay. Um, no, you're wrong. Tim McGraw. (laughs) Same thing. Different. Um, he's he's Australian, so he's a different guy. He kind of looks like a chunky Kevin Spacey. <laughs> don't tell him that. Well, I don't mean like his face is bigger. <laughs> I don't mean he's like chubby. Um, but yeah, so I, I like that. I think that's wonderful to have that kind of synergy and uh, cross promote. But yeah, it's yeah like, Yellowstone like phenomenal. Well, that's what they I would call overdoing cross promotion, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's tremendous. All right. What's your last one? My last one is Scream. Oh, the new one. The one that's in movie theaters right now. Whoa. Scream 5. It's the fifth Scream, but it's just called Scream because that's uh, what you got to do when you get 
further into it. Obviously, Halloween would be a comparison. People hate um, to count. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. If, if, you, if you like the original Scream movies, this is so fitting for the, the franchise. It's always the, the franchise has always been about commenting on the state of horror movies and being aware of how horror movies play out. And, you know, that's just been the, the concept of the movie. So uh, since the last one, which wasn't that long ago, there's just been a, a different kind of horror movie being made. And they reference that like there's uh, they do the uh, the original scene, you know, the, the what's your favorite scary movie, you know, and the girl's like, oh, the Babadook. She's like, it's oh. it's not like it's not a slasher movie. It's really it's like it's just like going into those kinds of movies. And it's like, uh, it's just it's just great. It, it knows uh, how to be a screen movie. And these, these are different people making it. These are the people who made uh, the movie Ready or Not, which I really enjoyed. Uh, and it's like they're doing doing a great job here. So uh, it brings back the original characters, but it doesn't rely on them. Uh, I really like that. So that's as far as that kind of movie that's so popular now. Where it's like, oh, it's a sequel from all the way back. Uh, they do this very well. That they let they let the new cast uh, actually have their day in this movie and do stuff. And it's not like you're just waiting for Luke Skywalker to show up. You know, it's not that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'm very positive on this. Uh, it's only in theaters right now, but I'm sure it'll be available somewhere. Uh, but I didn't want to wait. Because I've been such a, a fan of this uh, franchise, so I've seen I saw Scream Four in the theaters, and that movie I guess bombed, uh, which is kind of why they they didn't plan to make any more of them uh, until uh, Wes Craven passed a few years back, and they're like, "Well, we got this property. Years. You know, we got this property. We can do something with it." Um, also, I believe the Weinstein's made the original four movies, so whoa, uh, was not going to happen with this one. <laughs> there is no Weinstein company anymore. But if you like, okay. if you like the scream, it's 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 well worth watching. It is uh, like everything they comment on about sequels today and everything. Uh, like even what they said in in what the Jamie Kennedy character, if you remember from the yeah, when it was making itself aware about sequels, right? Yeah, and he's saying the sequel and how it's it's bloodier and anyone can die, and it's like it really delivers in this one where it's like we are making the modern sequel here. So I was going to say Matthew Lillard first. He was in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It was Jamie Kennedy. Well, very fun. Now, do you have a, like a jack-o'-lantern up front in your house for Halloween? (laughs) No, you don't need to. to, Yes, you do. Necessarily Halloween movies. Do you watch Christmas movies in July, Andy? If I would watch a movie that took place during Christmas time in July, if I had to, um, but these movies don't take place during Halloween. They're just there. They're. I don't know if it says when it takes place. I'm October fifteenth, Andy. I'm very hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they ever uh, do that. But huh. all right. Well, anything else to add? No, I think I give a strong recommendation. So all right. Well, there you go. Go and watch Scream, everybody. Well, you've been listening to episode 255 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Tell a Scary Story, Andy. Sure. We'll see you later.